Hey, Slay Nation. We're we're back with another episode of the So She Slays podcast. I am your host, Heather. I'm here with our lovely friend, Vasavi. If you have not listened to Vasavi and ours commercials before, or commercials, <laughs> not commercials, episodes, I'm over here. Y'all, okay, it's like 9.30 in the morning. I'm just now having coffee. We're a little slow to start, so <laughs> forgive you, or forgive me. See, forgive you, forgive me. I can't even. Anyways, we, if you haven't heard our episodes before, it's chocked full of stuff. I feel like Vasudev and I have like amazing conversations um, on on podcasts and off podcasts. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I'm super excited to talk to you today um, about one, your book. Uh, I started reading it um, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't always read everybody's shit that, that gets sent to me. Okay. Um, if it's interesting, like if you get me within the first couple of pages, um, all right, I'll commit. Um, but this, the, your book, um, definitely is one of those where I was like, damn, I don't know if I've read a book that's talked about this before. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into the subject of today's, um, podcast, but kind of for those who haven't listened and don't know who you are, give me a quick intro and then like, give me the title of your book and let's kind of like dive into this. Hello, everyone. First of all, Heather, thank you for having me back on the podcast, the So She Slays podcast, and you know, getting to speak to Slay Nation. I love that that's what your audience is called, Slay Nation. I love that. Uh, I'm Vasavi. I'm a licensed therapist. I'm a voiceover artist, author of the upcoming book, Say It Out Loud. Um, personally, I'm a, you know, I grew up on Long Island. I'm a first generation Indian immigrant. I'm also uh, someone that has dealt with divorce, mental health, addiction, and recovery. And I'm just here to help people express on the outside what they're really feeling on the inside. Oh, and that, you know, what, what a short and sweet, like, intro, because it's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Um, <clears throat> everybody who is a part of Slay Nation, and if you are just joining uh, so she slays it's huge on self-awareness and huge on like just getting to know yourself and I don't know about you boss but like with me I'm, I'm sure with you too honestly oh, I'm sure I wrote a book too. on talking to the voices know, in your exactly. head yes. I'm sure I'm sure with you too I I do I talk to myself so much and it wasn't until recently that I realized how harsh I am with myself. Like I always say to people, like no one can be harder on me than I am on myself. And at first that used to be like a badge that I wore mm -hmm. because I was like, mm, tough shit. Like you can't fucking say shit me. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm like, oh, this is a little counterproductive. Mm -hmm. Are you, I mean, do you find that you're the same way? Yeah. I used to pride myself on saying like, you can't hurt me as much as I've hurt myself wow, look at how strong I am. And I realized I'm just in this place and this season, Heather, and I really do thank the book process for this, the writing process, because, you know, when you're writing a book and you're teaching other people how to talk to yourself, you become acutely aware of the places in your life where you're still being kind of unkind to yourself. And that's where I am at now. Being in the writing process for the past a year and a half, this whole process has been about two years. The thing that I realized is, damn, boss, you're still a little bit of a bitch to yourself. And right? where, I, oh my where, God. <laughs> where I'm at now is I no longer believe at all that being 
mean to myself and mean is subjective, right? I mean, being mean to myself, whether it's, oh my God, constantly telling me that I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not making enough. I'm not, I, I got to do more. I got to do more of that voice or, or when I don't see my results right away, see, nobody gives a fuck, you know, say I, that's how I talk to myself. That is the voice um, right my- here. Raising hands. Same. Okay. And guess what? That doesn't take you far. It takes you somewhere. Let me tell you right now, I am not going to lie. That that type of harshness with myself has been the fuel for 39 years. I'm 40 now, right? I'm going to be 41 in May. This is going to release sometime in May, right? But when the book comes out and it's just, it's not sustainable for me, right? So I want all of my Slay Nation, your Slay Nation, our Slay Nation to know that if you're in it for the long haul, which I believe that you are, then you got to ask yourself, what's the approach to use with myself that's actually going to help me have sustained continuity as a business. Absolutely. Well, as a business owner, as a human in general. Okay. Yes. Because I think we we had a little bit of a conversation about this. Like anybody who owns a business, starts a business, whatever, like you want to get to know yourself, launch a goddamn business. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Woo. Your insecurities, your fears, your everything comes to the surface real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you don't, this is a good thing to talk about because I didn't always own a business. I didn't always, you know, operate that way, but I have always, always, um, had this very harsh talk with myself, my inner self. And sometimes, um, it'll be, gosh, I mean, sometimes it's nothing. And like, I forget something or I drop something. I'm like, ah. Oh come on, Heather, like get it together. And I'm like, mm. okay. I'm like, oh shit. I, said that. Maybe, I was I like, said Ooh, that. maybe that's not okay. Um, and then sometimes it's just like, again, it's the enough feeling. Right. And we can sit here and psychoanalyze the shit out of never feeling like we're enough. Like we're not enough for anything or anybody, or let's I'm not, not doing do enough that. or being enough. Yeah, I was like, we can sit here for days and yeah. talk about how we're not enough. Um, but, or we feel like we're not enough, but with this, I really want to talk about how people talk to themselves and more specifically, like, I want to talk about how you and I talk our inner talk and then how we've managed to pivot and the benefits that we've seen thus far in changing. Um, so even when you said, you know, oh, you're so stupid or get it together, I'm going to give a perfect real life example. So I'm, I love to cook. Okay. I went to culinary school. I cooked three, two to three meals for myself every day. I cook every meal for myself. I'm, I'm currently single and I uh, live with my aging golden retriever. I noticed the change in myself when I would be cooking something, or if I would spill something in the past, I'd be like, fuck. And I'd scream. And it's fine. If you want to curse out loud, that like, that's not it. But it was, I was angry at myself mm. when I, when I were to drop something, when I were to spill something, or if, if, if I were to mess up or burn something the other day, I, was melting butter and olive oil, completely forgot about it. I was making this beautiful zucchini and the whole thing burnt, like the oil and the butter. And I said, oops, let's start over. That for me in that moment, I was like, oh my God, boss, you haven't beaten yourself up. You haven't called yourself a shitty chef. You haven't called yourself incompetent. I was, I had a friend over. We ended up getting to talking on the couch and I was like, oh shit, the oil is burning. And I laughed about it. And I walked over. I was like, well, thank God I caught it. The house didn't set on fire. And I know that's because inside of me, there is, I've, I have, I have created a sense of safety and security within myself so that when I do mess up, 
the words that I use have had a huge impact on the fact that I feel okay enough to be imperfect, okay enough to make a mistake. And it does start with what you are telling yourself internally and how you respond to yourself out loud when things don't go as planned, when you make a mistake, when you slip, all those things. How do you speak to yourself when you're not at your very best? Because Heather, I think we've talked about this and I want to hand it over to you after this. Mm -hmm. It is so easy to love on ourselves when our hair is done, our makeup is done, our eyebrows are did. We're perfectly shaved, coiffed, waxed. Every outfit is, oh my God, it's like the perfect outfit. Of course, it's easy to love ourselves. but And, and it's easy to be like, yeah, I'm feeling myself. But how do you talk to yourself when you're bloated? When you have hair, when you have hair all over your face that you haven't waxed, or when you've gained a few pounds, or maybe you feel bloated, or maybe you pitched yourself to someone and they said no to you. How do you talk to yourself in those micro, micro moments? That's the conversation that we're having. Absolutely. And you mentioned this in your book too. And this really, really got me thinking. Mm -hmm. You were you said kind of exactly what you said, but it's like you can you need to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and like have the most unfiltered conversation. Like, what are your thoughts? What are your first initial thoughts and instincts, right? There's people that I know, and even myself, and, and some people would never even imagine this, but like, I nitpick the shit mm -hmm. out of myself when I look in the mirror. Like if I'm having a bad skin day or anything, I'm like, God damn, like mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to wear makeup. Like, God, uh, you know, it's like you, but it's even those intentions, like those micro, uh, are like, mm -hmm. damn, this skin is not having it today. Or like, oh, fuck, you know, I put on a little extra pounds or oh, I feel a little bloated today. You know, all those little micro us, all those micro dams. I'm like, oh God, I look gross. All of that as, as minute and as silent or micro as they are, they all whittle away at your self-esteem. They little all whittle, by you little. Don't, you don't think that shit affects your confidence to just get on stories without makeup or just send an email out from the heart. Like you don't think those little, little things that you have said to yourself throughout the day, you don't think that affects your confidence. It absolutely does. Oh, absolutely. And most people would be like, Heather, you're like naturally confident. You're yeah. natural. Yeah. I was like, eh, eh, yeah, um, yes, to a certain degree, but that does not mean that I don't nitpick the shit out of myself. That's not like, that's, it's totally the wrong misconception. Mm -hmm. And this is not about perfection. Once again, you know, how many times Heather, have you snapped at your parents or you snapped at a partner? You were irritable. Maybe you were PMSing, maybe something annoying happened to you and you just lashed out on someone. We all do it. Okay. Absolutely. Or, or maybe you're not the person who lashes out on others. I have many clients that they don't lash out on others. They beat themselves up. Right. Mm. So, and, and I fell in both categories. I lashed out at my family, my loved ones. And I, then I lashed out at myself for same. lashing out at them. Nope, all of it same. boils. Yeah. All, yeah. Literally. So ultimately we got to ask ourselves, what am I experiencing right now? We got to take that pause before we say things that we regret. Okay. Say things to others that we regret, say things to ourselves that we regret. When I talk about saying it out loud, Heather, it, I want people to have their inner narrative become their outer narrative, because when we start to say the things that we're thinking, feeling, experiencing out loud to ourselves, we can distance ourselves and say, is this actually true? Does this narrative, does this story help me get closer to what I want? Does this story, does this narrative, does this thought help me foster connection with myself? 
or does it create more separation within myself or with others? Ultimately, I want you to change the conversation you have with yourself, be kinder and more compassionate and curious with yourself and have that then extend outwards. All this inner work is pointless if you are not sharing the love and the growth with the people in your life. Your growth mm. is not just for you. Get mm. out of your head. Okay. This work that we're doing is not just about you. You are doing this work so that you can courageously pursue your dreams so that you can courageously have that uncomfortable conversation so that you can hit record and say the thing that you need to say that could save somebody's life. That is why we're changing the inner conversation so that your outer conversation is aligned with your purpose, your message, and your story. But how can you live in your purpose and share your message and share your truth when you have a multitude of voices micromanaging you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And here, and here, case in point, right? You know, an example, and I'm working on this too, boss, like I not only has your book kind of started to lead me along this journey itself, but I've also noticed myself, like I needed to just be less self-critical about mm -hmm. everything that I freaking do. Um, but at the same time too, like, so for instance, um, a few weeks ago, uh, so she slays has a new business slay F it's a creative agency. Right. So we had meetings and I was like putting things together for people. And then these, these like clients decided that, you know, it was just like, they weren't ready. This mm -hmm. is not what they wanted. They mm -hmm. want to go a different direction or whatever. And then I was like, wait, what? Like we, I, you know, I tried so hard. I did this, I did that. And then I kid you not automatically, I got off these calls there because it was two of them back to back. And I was like, dang it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I got off these calls. And the first thing I thought of was like, see Heather, this will never work. Mm -hmm. They don't Whoa. want you. You're not they good enough. You. You You're not you good are? enough. Like you yep. can't do this. And I'm see, like, I knew what? it. See, see, here's the thing. If, if everyone listening to this gets so clear on what you're telling yourself. So is the thing, see, nobody wants me. Okay. What's that about? Nobody wants you. Hmm. When did that story begin? Who else in your life made you feel like nobody wanted you? How long have you been living with that? How, how does that belief stop you from being more vocal, being more expressive, being more raw, being more unfiltered? Like how, like we got, like, what is the state? What's your motto, right? We always say, yeah, like a motto is to, you know, but you do have a motto. And it may not be helping you. Your motto may be nobody gives a fuck about me. Okay, great. That's your motto. That's going to dictate your life. How is that working for you? Yeah. How shitty do you feel, right? How shitty do you feel? And it doesn't have to be that way. And it, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Don't. Breaking this habit is hard. <laughs> no, because we are, and I want people to hear this. Please do not beat yourself up because you cannot break the habit on the first try. It's literally, it's so counterproductive, right? You're trying to be kinder to yourself and then you're beating yourself up because you just can't to be kind to yourself. How is that helping you? So even in those moments, instead of being like, damn it, why is this so hard for me? How about Heather or I'm, I'm, I'm going to use my name, yep. Vasavi. Vasavi, this is how I talk to myself, okay? Vasavi, you're just starting to become aware of how you're speaking to yourself. You've been speaking to yourself this way for how many years now? You gotta be patient with yourself. You've got to be patient with yourself. I'm not going anywhere. We're not in any rush. God has never left our side. There is no reason for you to be this hard on yourself. I love you. I love you. Mm. I talk to myself that way. I don't actually think I've ever shared that out loud. That is how kind I am to self. I am very gentle and I'm very determined. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a fine blend 
I've taken the best parts of my mom and dad. I've left the, I le I've left the worst parts. My you, mother, you, cho you chose what you wanted to keep. I chose what I wanted. My mother, although her delivery is extremely harsh and she will be the first person to admit that my mother tells the truth. Mm. She sees it like it is. It does not feel good. It does not feel good, but she speaks it and she, she will let me know where I am betraying myself. She will let me know where I'm playing small. I don't like the way it sounds, but it's the truth. You can't ignore the truth. My father sugarcoats a lot. My father packaged everything. He lied. My father would, 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 wouldn't really be straight up with me. My father just didn't want me to ever be mad at him. I'm his little girl. So he coddled me a lot. My father patronized mm. me a lot. But my father is a very kind and gentle man in his delivery. So I've taken his gentleness and I've taken my mother's determination, you know, and I've made it Vasavi, my voice now. Ooh, ooh that's good. Um. Because I, I kind of, you know, I have similar, mm -hmm. Asian similar backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. We have similar backgrounds over here. And, you know, it everything has to do with delivery. And, I, and, and I'm going to be the first one, too, to kind of admit the tonality. You said mm -hmm. you talk about this in your book, too. The tonality in which you're speaking to yourself. How harsh it is. How loving it is. And how you yourself have pivoted and started really talking to yourself in the tone you just displayed and how helpful that's been. And I will say like in you saying that out loud, I myself felt okay. I was like, oh, okay. This is like, it feels good because I myself have come from a background where a lot of it was harsh and a lot of it was um, not necessarily like intentionally mean or rude, but a lot of it was very um, strict and um reaction based where it was like everything was like a had like a big giant like big reaction to it whether um like especially if I messed up or I or I accidentally did something it was it's always like why it always it was so aggressive and so assertive uh -huh. in that um and it was unintentionally done because you know we can sit here again and psychoanalyze Asian yep. upbringing immigrants and blah 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 or whatever and, and go on from there but a lot of that is also my parents learned from, you know, so on mm -hmm. and so forth and their parents or whatever. So it was kind of, kind of brought down to me. And that's why I, myself, my own self-talk, I feel like that's part of the reason why I'm so self-critical and I'm very like, you know, you shoulda, you shoulda, you shoulda, why, why, what? And so mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I'm having this like very, you spoke about this in your book and I was like, oh, this hits home. Um, because I myself in realizing how harsh I was speaking to myself, I would always like, I had this natural instinct to tighten up a little bit or to like, you know, snap back into place. Um, and I don't, I think that's like the trauma response, right? Where you're just like, oh, okay. So you know, if you, as a licensed therapist, we have an actual term for this. It's called ca catastrophizing, right? So if you grew up in a home where everything that you did was met with the same reaction, it was disproportionate, right? Whether you spilled something, whether you uh, got a bad grade, whether, you know, in my family, my mother found a cigarette in the toilet at the age of 12 because I started smoking at the age of 12. She said, you're the reason your father's going to die of a heart attack. Okay, that's what I heard. Talk about ca catastrophizing a 12-year-old smoking a cigarette. Okay, so of course that has many effects on us. For me, when my mother spoke to me like that and went from zero to 100 about everything, it was like, all right, can't fuck up. Because if I fuck up, I'm going to be in the face of wrath and I don't want to be in the face of wrath. So what do I need to do to be a good girl? What mm. do I need to do to be presentable, acceptable and not piss anybody off? 
right? And so I learned how to be agreeable. I learned how to share my message and the way that I'm sharing it. But I, there was always just a slight toning down of my voice. I don't do that anymore. I say what I need to say. And I say it with the clear clarity that I say it because I, I no longer speak harshly to myself. Okay. And so I, in living my purpose and sharing my message, I no longer worry about, does this come off as harsh? Because I've stopped being harsh with myself and I'm speaking from a place that's just neutral. It's just neutral, right? It's not charged. I don't want to live in that charged state because you know this too. We grew up in a charged environment. We mm -hmm. live walking on eggshells. Once again, we're not psychoanalyzing. We're not poo-pooing on our parents. They were immigrants trying to do the best that they could. They literally did not have the skills. They knew how to work. They knew how to make money. They knew how to provide. They were surviving. Okay. Feelings were a distraction for our family. My mother said, I don't have time to feel. I'm a robot. Mm -hmm. and, and then she was proud of it. I go to work. I do my thing. I make my money. I provide for my kids. That's what they do. So it's no point talking about it. I mean, right now, there's no, go, go to therapy <laughs> for that. We talking about right now, now that you are the byproduct of that, what can you do today? Literally start to speak out loud when you're stuck with something, when you're feeling stifled with something, when, when you're like, oh, I'm feeling disorganized. Oh, I'm feeling scattered. Instead of keeping that in your head, literally, you can write this out and you can say it out, or you can actually just say out loud. I am feeling so disorganized right now. I am feeling so scattered right now. Then you pause. Then you tap into that part of yourself, which we all have access to, Heather, because we are all wise as fuck when we need to be. When our friends come to us, we know exactly what to say. So don't <laughs> tell me we don't have that wisdom. We all know deep down because God lives inside every single one of us. We all have access to that wisdom. So when you say, God, I'm so fucking disorganized. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, you say that out loud. You feel that. Then you stop for a second. You, you really, you know, you know this as an actor, we have to channel mm -hmm. these parts of us that have different characters. You tap into the wise self and you say, what would she say to me? Or what would he say to me? Or what would they say to me? And you can say, you know, it's okay. Listen, I know you're feeling overwhelmed right now. Why don't we do this? Why don't you go for a walk, clear it out, clear yourself out, get back home, write down everything that you're feeling disorganized and scattered about. All right, then let's go through everything one by one. Let's start putting these in buckets. Do we need to worry about this right now? Can this be something that we that we think about later? You know, we're going to get to it, but let's just focus on what needs to be done right now. How much more productive do you think you will be if you talk to yourself that way rather than I'm so disorganized? Ugh. And, you know, if that's your initial response, listen, it's I'm, I'm going to say it's OK because it is because you're learning to rewire the way you speak to yourself. So if your initial response is, fuck, I suck. Clearly I've said that to myself. <laughs> God, I'm so disorganized. I'm not cut out for this. I should be farther along. Okay, that's where you're at with speaking to yourself. You're a little bit of a dick to yourself. Congratulations, we all are. But now that you've heard this podcast and you're gonna read my book, you now know to pause and say, wait, 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 wait. We don't talk to ourselves in this house like that. Mm. We don't talk to ourselves that way. You say that out loud. You have to set the tone the standard for how you want to be spoken to mm. first and foremost by how you speak to yourself. Oh, that's a tweetable moment in Oprah's words. Um, I feel like the, I mean, facts across the board, because, you know, when I was talking about how those people didn't want our services, right. And the, Oh, Heather, see, this is never going to work. I, I firmly believe 
you need to get this stuff out, right? Like you, you, it doesn't behoove anybody to keep all this stuff inside. Obviously your books says say it out loud. So even if it's frustration or anger or whatever, um, saying it out loud, just like going through the motion, going through the process, but then, like you said, take that moment and, and really digest and be like, okay, that's how I feel. Blah. Let's figure out a different way to approach this. It's a more structured way to approach this. So when I felt like, see, Heather, this is never going to work. Nobody wants you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop it right now. Good. And I was I was a little firm with myself. Stop mm-hmm. it right now because mm-hmm. it's so easy mm-hmm. to spiral, right? Mm-hmm. Stop it right now. You know what you're doing. Don't do this to yourself. Be, just because they didn't want your services does not negate your capabilities, does not negate that you know what you're talking about. It just didn't work. It was the wrong time. It was the wrong whatever. Okay, that's fine. Everybody's entitled to that. You can move on. See, what you just did beautifully is what most most what is is what people need to learn. And this is the this is the point of my book. You slowed down enough to get into your logical mind to be like, listen, girl, not a lot of people know about you. You're just starting out. That's that's logical. Like it's like any debate. You need an assertion. You need reasoning. You need evidence. You're asserting that you suck. You even have a reason why you suck because people haven't hired you. But could you also find a reason why maybe people haven't hired you that doesn't have to be such an attack on your character? Maybe it has nothing to do with you sucking. Maybe it's because you just started out. Maybe because only 10 people know about you. You need to have more conversations with people. Maybe you just need to get out there more and get even more clear on your message. Maybe it has nothing to do with who you are as a person. Stop using your failures, your rejections as an attack, as, as a, as an opportunity to attack your character. Stop looking for like, stop tying what you do to who you are. Okay. Mm. But what you do is very much tied to who you are. Let's be real. So if you're not getting the results that you want, instead of it's because I suck, Maybe it's because you don't stand firmly in your truth and you don't actually speak with confidence and you don't actually believe in yourself. Is there some truth to that? You get to question that instead of making it mean that you suck. There, there is nothing productive in that, in that statement. Oh, I suck. Okay, cool. What do we do with that? I don't know. But if you say to me, hey, or, or if you say to yourself, Heather, you've only been doing this for about what? A month. Whatever, Let, a let's month, just say yeah. a month, a month. I would say, listen, you're just starting out. You know, you're just starting out. This is no way that we, we, we don't want to begin a new, a, a new venture this way. What do we need to do to start getting the word out? Because here's the thing, when we start defaming ourselves and attacking ourselves, we are no longer focused on a solution to actually, to get to where we want. We're just sitting there beating ourselves up. That is a useless waste of our time. Absolutely. Useless. Mm-hmm. Well, and then at the same time too, when you're beating yourself up, you're beating down your confidence and your self-esteem and whether you are a business owner or just a person out here operating in the world, yep. I mean, there's enough forces in this world that are going to try and beat you down in that way. Why the hell would you add to that? Mm-hmm. Why the hell would you absolutely beat yourself down? Um, I feel like too, when you are a business owner, you know, half of this is believing in yourself and believing that you can do it, whether you're a business owner or you're just trying to accomplish a goal in general, you know, it's believing in yourself. And if you're going to sit here and beat yourself down, you're not like, it is such a mind shift change that you have to innately have Mm -hmm. in order to be successful in the things that you want for yourself and for your life. And I don't think this, this thought process that we've been breaking down is taught. That's why I was said, I was like, I don't think 
I've read a book that speaks about this in such a way where it's relatable. Um, and it's an easy read too. Like it's not, it's not like super scientific or anything like that. It's just very relatable in, in the way that you speak, um, speak about how you've come across this process and what needs to happen. Um, I feel like these are fundamentals that people can start teaching themselves working with like their children and all this kind of stuff, because, you know, a lot of it, the lot, like you said, you almost 40 years, you've been speaking to yourself this way, because this is like how you in, in childhood, this is kind of how you kind of going up, gone about it myself speaking to myself for this for like 33 years. And I'm just like, Ooh, this is not helpful. This is not mm-hmm. doing anything for me. I am hurting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm believing, you know, I'm not enough. I'm believing I'm not good enough. I'm believing I'll never find X, Y, and Z because of another X, Y, and Z factor. <laughs> you're not only believing it, but you're not even willing to question it. That's right. That's, that's what this book is. At, what it boils down to is please stop just listening to these voices in your head and start questioning them. You won't be so scared of other people when you actually confront the voices in your head. I actually say there's no such thing as other people. You know, what will other people think? And I'm like, who are these other people? All the other people that I'm afraid of, they're just the people in my head. They're the they're the voices in my head. If I can confront those bullying voices, because we all have bullying voices, confront the bullying voice in your head, you'll never be afraid of another person again. Because if you can challenge and stand up to the bully in your head, you really think you're going to be afraid of anybody? Because you've mm. already dealt with that demon within. Oh, that that's insane. why I'm not, I, and I cannot believe this. And I've never said this before. Um, and I, I've said this before, but never in my life up until recently, when I say this, I am not afraid of anybody. I am not afraid of you not liking me. If you want to misunderstand me, go ahead, come to me and ask me for an explanation. I will gladly give you one, but I am no longer in the business of worrying and fearing what other people will think because I know what I think of myself. And that's Mm -hmm. what I want your audience to get. Know yourself, know your intentions instead of, oh, if I post this, are people going to think this? Do you think that? Instead of are other, do you think you're being manipulative? Do you think you're being slimy and sleazy? Do you think you're being aggressive? And if you can honestly say no, 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 then fucking post that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Post it, say it, write it, whatever. Like, what do you think of yourself? You are also other people. When we say other, you are also a person. Where do you, where do you come into this? Absolutely. I feel like people, people forget how much power they actually hold in themselves. Like one, to accomplish the things that they want in life. Great. But also to set themselves up for failure. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are just as capable of accomplishing as you are to set yourself up for failure mm-hmm. um, in the way that you speak to yourself. Holy shnikes. Okay, I feel and like I, you and I, I can I say something. Yeah, Even yeah. We're talking about this. It does feel really basic when we're talking about it, right? We're not talking about like, and how to, how to do this. It's literally like, no, y'all, this is about you and your inner dialogue. You don't need a journal. You don't need anything. You literally just need to say it out loud. You want to learn about yourself? Start speaking out loud the shit that you tell yourself. When you're naked, when you don't feel good about yourself, when you're sick, when you're happy, do you allow yourself to celebrate? When you hit a goal, do you hoard it or do you share it with people? Do you allow yourself to be seen and and, and received fully, right? You don't, I, 
I say this, I started therapy when I was 12 years old. Okay. Heather. And I say to people, I was in therapy for 16 years until I was 28. I say, you don't need years of therapy with me. Trust me. I've been in years of therapy. You need to learn how to talk to yourself because you can freaking talk to your therapist all day. And let me tell you something. At some point you're going to get stuck in a narcissistic loop because you're just going to keep talking about yourself and yourself and others and others and others. But the real work is when you leave that therapist's office, what are you saying to yourself? How are you speaking to yourself? Because you can regurgitate and talk about all the things, but it's in those quiet moments when you are with yourself. What are you saying to yourself? How do you feel about yourself? That mm. is what matters. Mm. Oh my gosh, Fossey. Like <laughs> always, you just deliver all the truth and all of these like nice little chunks that I'm just like, sound bites. Sound Listen, bites. Heather, in this lifetime, <laughs> I, I'm just listening to, I'm just listening to God. God said, I'll, I'll have your back. Just keep just keep saying it out loud. I've chosen to take one for the team. So I have to, if I have to be the queen of saying it out loud and people think I'm harsh and bitchy, that's fine. But I know somebody out there needs to hear this. So I'm not too concerned. Oh my gosh. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And even, even if you don't think you need to, you freaking need to. Okay. Like listen, <laughs> you do. Yes. In those micro moments, this needs to be about the, I mean, I really, I love that you kind of brought up, we were, we've been talking about the micro mm -hmm. moments because you are a confident woman. Okay, Heather, you have great personality. And I know that you're Slay Nation, great personality, vibrant, exuberant, brilliant, you know, and that's great. But you deserve to feel that way about yourself, not just when you're around other people, when you're shining and in your zone of genius, when you're doing your Slay thing, mm -hmm. you deserve to feel that way about yourself when nobody's clapping for you, when nobody's seeing you shine, you've got to feel that way, even when nobody's applauding for you. And that's how you achieve congruency in your life. Oh, Boss, I mean, I yeah. feel like these are just like a virtual nuggets. Hug. I was like, these are nuggets. It's a virtual hug right now. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're speaking truth. You're hitting heart. I love it. <laughs> I love you. Oh I my gosh. You. I, I love it, you. I say it because I made a promise to myself to stop withholding my love. I decided that just because people in my life withheld their love from me and made me beg for love doesn't mean that I was going to stop sharing my gifts because my heart, my heart got heartened, hardened. So I stopped withholding the best of me because I really wanted to help the worst parts of people, the, oh the, parts, of, the parts of us that we hate. So I decided to stop holding back the best of me. And this and that's, is the best of me. I was going to say, this is probably like, this is full circle right now. This is like alignment. This is what it looks like when you're, when you just accepted yourself and, and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm, this is the, this is where I'm going to operate the love I'm going to operate. All right. Tell us where you can get your book. Tell us where we follow you. All of the jazz. First of all, I want to say thank you again for having me on there, on here, and every for everyone listening up until this point. I want to let you know that um, your support really means a lot to me. Every pre-order really does matter um, for me. I don't have big goals of New York Times bestselling list. That's really awesome, cool, but that that's never been that's never been the goal. The goal is, you know, when people ask me who needs this book, if you have a brain and if you have thoughts, you need this book period. So you can go to sayitoutloudbook.com. <laughs> I also want to let everybody know that you get a bunch of free guided meditations, a mini course. I even share my um, seven day show up and shine activation, which are guided prompts for you to start showing up confidently on Instagram and on video in general, because here's the thing. Once you really start to master your self-talk, showing up becomes second nature for you. So I'm mm -hmm. also sharing, uh, you get gifts when you pre-order my book to help you with your communication and be more authentic. And the most fun thing that I'm excited about is that, so the book comes out May 16th. 
and I'm hosting a virtual book club with me, Vasavi's book club, say it out loud book club um, for everyone who pre-orders the book. So we are doing a one month book club where we are knocking out three chapters a week. There's 12 chapters in the book. And yeah, you get a crash course in saying it out loud, working with me, reading the book. It's going to be great. We're all going to have our books in our hand. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just now creating what's the format of this book club going to be. And so that's the, the big gift in June is that everyone who pre-orders will all get together for four, uh, for four weeks in June. I'm going to figure out all the information. Clearly I don't have it, but it will all be ready by the time. It'll this all be is ready. Exactly. Exactly. Just say it out loud book.com. Um, and also find me on Instagram. Uh, my name is Vasavi. Let me know you pre-ordered the book. Thank you so much in advance. I really yeah. appreciate it. Are, are, is this book going to also be available like any other, like is this Barnes and Nobles? Is this Amazon? Is this all this? Absolutely. So if you go to sayitoutloudbook.com, you'll see that it's on Waterstones, Books A Million, Barnes and Noble, Target, Amazon, uh, everywhere. It's actually everywhere. So I'm very excited. And you know, for me, um, you know, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder when I was 19 years old. I was told I was mentally ill. I basically thought that I was just going to die pretty early in life. You know, uh, I, I, I did not think I was going to live uh, anyway. So it's it's truly a God's blessing to be able to write this book. And 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 I mean that. So please buy the book. It means a lot to yeah. me. Thank you. Yeah. Help, let me help you help yourself uh, and exactly. be kinder to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Um, where can people follow you too? Um, your IG is great. I like it. So, I mean, I follow you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's, uh, my name is Vasavi. That's my handle. You can go to my website. Uh, for those of you who, you know, I have a group program called Say It Out Loud. We begin in August. You can always work with me one-on-one. Um, I always have a, a certain set of, you know, one-on-one clients that I work with at any given time. But yeah, right here, right now, you know, the first step, if you're just getting introduced to me, you know, please go ahead, follow my IG, but definitely pre-order the book, Say It Out Loud sweet all right slay nation that's our little gift for you today it was a gift for me to speak with you boss i love it i love when we can chat um until next time slay nation have a good one <laughs>